Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Malcolm Bamford Sports Gambling Podcast to talk some World Cup. Malcolm, I'm rocking my USA shirt today, my friend. I'm uh, all fired up. We got the draw against England. <laughs> obviously, the win would have been nice, but if you're forecasting the game against Iran, obviously, they can't, they can't tie. They have to beat them. Do you like USA's chances on Tuesday to get it done? I think the fact that they know what they have to do is really helpful. There's no distractions. They're not going to be... You see games where a team is looking across to the bench to find out the score in the other game. You know, can, can we sit in and play for a draw maybe? Uh, they know what they're going to have to do. It's, it's all out. It's win or go home. So, yeah, um, Wales can't turn it round. They can't do the US a favour by thumping England. So, USA just have to go and win. Now... Do you want me to be honest or do you want me to give a homer piece of uh, I love honesty, Malcolm. Please just tell me that. Malcolm, I'm... I bet against the U.S. pretty much every showing. So you, you just give us the real info here. Okay. <laughs> I think Iran I think Iran are quite good. Yeah. Um, the, the game against England was really skewed by the scoreline. Everything went wrong. Um, England's expected goals was nowhere near the six that they scored. I took it around this morning at three to one. They were plus 300 to beat Wales. I was doing cartwheels around the sitting room this morning. <laughs> um, I think they're a decent side. They've got good players who were playing in top European leagues. The lad up front, Tahimi, um, he's banging goals in the Champions League for Porto. America are really industrious. They're really physical. We've seen that tonight. And it's a game of football at the end of the day. What price are America maybe going to be two to one? So the odds reflect the chances. Like, unfortunately, I think Iran are a decent side. I like them to get out of the group at plus 350 before the tournament started. Like I say, I backed them today. So I think the US have got their hands full. I think um, Iran might just be able to hold them at arm's length. Boys, sorry. Uh, Malcolm, before we get in, into any of the picks for the weekend, I just want to know what your thoughts have been about these matches, man, and just this tournament early on, because... You know, it kind of felt weird because it's Thanksgiving, you know, and I wake up and I'm watching the World Cup. I'm used to watching this June, like, you know, in a viewing party with a bunch of people outside. It's warm weather. It's been a little bit different. And I just feel like it's been more exciting. You know, it's been just as exciting as ever. Just what's been your early thoughts, your early takeaways, you know, here uh, early on, the first couple of days of the World Cup? Yeah. 
I had the same concerns as everybody else. It was it just didn't seem right because, like you say, there's a um, there's a there's a cultural thing, and you've got a, a personal everyone has with World Cups down the years. For the last, I've watched World Cups for the last forty years, and it is a summer thing. We all know it shouldn't be there. We all know the reasons it shouldn't be there. We don't need to dwell on any of that. Once it started, it looked like the World Cup. Yeah. Um, the football, the pitches. Again, I was picturing deserts. I was picturing horrible sandy pitches. I knew they were going to be like that. But once it started, it looked like football, soccer. It's looked like the World Cup. Um, the crowd, the spectators has been a little bit weird. There's been nobody there. Um, there's... The stadiums have been kind of a third empty, which is unusual. You normally expect this rabid, fervent kind of horde from the, the South Americans, the Central Americans. You get some mad Europeans and then the English going around smashing the place up. We've had none of that. Huge um, <laughs> and quite steady. But once the football started, it looked like the World Cup. Um, and I've been perfectly happy to sit and watch every single minute. Yeah, I agree with you. I have enjoyed watching it as well. I want to talk to you about uh, Argentina. Obviously, we had a historic upset, Malcolm, when Saudi Arabia beat them. And now they're going to have two tough matches ahead of them. They're going to have to play Mexico tomorrow. They're going to have to get Poland in their third match. Are you still confident that Argentina can get out of the group and that they can still be a player and win the World Cup? Or do you think that they have some real concerns? I made a few notes before I came on to talk to you gents tonight. And one of them was that if you liked Argentina, if you bet Argentina before the tournament at five to one, five and a half to one, go in again now, nine or ten to one. It's again, you look at the score line, you can forget Argentina could have been five nil up at half time in that game. Um the second half obviously went a little bit nuts. Saudi got in front, and then the whole game was madness after that. Um Argentina to me are playing two poor sides. Poland um were really slow and cumbersome in their opening game. Um and then Mexico, I'm out on Mexico. Um, they actually played better than I thought they would against Poland. Because they're not going to score any goals. Argentina, I think, will beat Poland and they will beat Mexico. They'll qualify. And really, there's a lot of teams. Spain lost their first game against Switzerland when they won the tournament. Um, if you like you know, beforehand, go and have another little uh, go and have another little double or at the nine or ten to one that's available now. Nothing's changed. They could have won that game three or four nil. Um, yeah, nothing's changed. Get involved again, I would say. Uh, Malcolm, I got really boring, and I just went Brazil plus three fifty. I went really chalky before the tournament. A, who was your Same, yeah. who, A, who was your pick, and who do you see the best value with, man? Because like right now, I'm looking at Spain plus six fifty, England seven to one, but I don't know if I want to touch that right now. Argentina eight to one. Who's a good value pick, and who'd you roll with this year? Did the same as you. I took Brazil. You just look at that roster yeah. on paper. I know they don't play on paper, but it's obviously Neymar is um, he's going to miss the next couple of games. It's next cab off the rank. They've got seven blokes sitting there waiting who were all absolutely top class. Um, like I say, I wouldn't be afraid of Argentina now. When you're getting eight to one, about a five to one shot, like who doesn't like that? Is is betting people the values there? I'm interested to score in their second game tomorrow. They beat Australia. Australia are rubbish. Um, France came in with some injuries. Have lost a couple. They lost Benzema. They lost Luca Hernandez did his ACL the other night. France looked really smooth the other night. If they can turn over Denmark tomorrow, um, France will be getting on my radar a little bit. Not convinced about England at all. The other one's Spain, but you couldn't take anything out of that Spain game. They 
Costa Rica allowed Spain. Spain will do that to better teams than Costa Rica if you let them. We saw how Saudi Arabia won was by running around lots and kicking anything that came near them. Costa Rica did the exact opposite, were completely passive. So we learned nothing about Spain. I need to see Spain again, but yeah. Um, Brazil, for me, there's still value in Argentina, and I'd like to see how France play. But it's going to come down to one of the favourites, unfortunately. I'd love to give you a sexy Uruguay or Japan, but I just can't do it. That's fair. Uh, talking about Spain, Malcolm, their next game's against Germany. Germany obviously dropped their first match to Japan. Because Germany's going to be in desperation mode, they know that they're going to need to at least tie with Spain, probably going to have to beat them. Do you think Germany plus 185 is a good play just because of the desperation, or do you just think that Spain's the better team and Germany's going to have a tough time beating, uh, tying them, let alone beating them? I think because Germany is so desperate, it makes Spain a great play. Mm. Um, Spain will control the tempo of the game. This could be nil-nil after an hour. Germany are going to have to go for them. Like you've said, they can't just sit. Germany are going to have to go for Spain. And that is when it will absolutely cut you to ribbons. They will pull you apart. I love Spain here. Um, Iran this morning was my favourite bet so far. Spain is a close second. I really fancy them. Germany just really looks really pedestrian. Um, they're slow. Thomas Muller sitting at that number 10. I mean... I reckon I could beat Thomas Muller over 50 yards. Like, um, there's, They just looked a little bit past it. There's quite a few teams in this tournament who seem to be coming to the end of their cycle. They've got a lot of good young players on the bench, uh, Germany. They need to do something. But I think the more they go for it, the more likely you'll see, you, you are to see Spain sort of cut them to ribbons. And Spain will go and win that in the last 20 minutes, I think. I absolutely love it. Might be a good live bet as well. If that's nil-nil after an hour, take Spain. Marco, before we get to any of your best bets for the weekend, uh, my uh, whole weekend comes down to Sunday because I'm Croatian, so it's always about Croatia for me. They take on Canada, and I'm looking at this right now, man. I know Croatia plus 110, Canada plus 150. Kind of lean the under here, man, but if you go under, it's minus 140 right now for the two and a half. Maybe you could play around with the total. What would be your lean, and should I feel good about this matchup? Because I know there's a lot of uh, there's some money coming in on Canada right now feel like I've just come on here to upset everybody tonight. No, no, we US. respect it. I'm about, to, <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to fade Croatia as well. Um, we've just talked about how bad um, Poland and Germany. Croatia looked really, really poor. Um, again, I've got the words slow and cumbersome written down. There was a lot of those games where you had sort of second-ranked European teams, kind of second-division European teams. Croatia, Poland, uh, Denmark were another one. The Netherlands haven't looked great. Uh, Croatia absolutely fallen into that. And I thought Canada were really good value the other night. There were loads of fun. The missed penalty was unfortunate. Cost me of both teams to score. But they had 22 attempts on goal, Canada. And they haven't been here for a long time. They, their coach has got the same attempt as me. So I'm kind of casually rooting for him. Yeah, he's from the northeast of England as well. Um, my, yeah, I, my bet here is um, Canada... Money line at plus 260, unfortunately. Sorry. Malcolm, do you more so like betting totals or do you like betting sides? Uh, we have about a minute and a half left. Um, culturally, I do a lot of work um, MLB for the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. So I'm learning things like first half unders and um, and player props. Obviously, I'm a bit, little, a bit better now with NFL player props and stuff. Because culturally here, yeah, we'll take the side. Um, we very rarely do a draw, no bet, anything like that. Um, I usually like a both team to score or a total. But like I said, tonight, I've got, so for tomorrow's games, I've got Canada. Um, I've got Argentina on the handicap. I've got a couple of totals. I think Saudi Arabia are a good value. 
um, at 15 to 4. I think France will win. So, yeah, it's sides for me. But I think that's purely a, a cultural thing at all. And working closely with a lot of American guys, um, I do love adding some stuff in. I added some player props in tonight, passing props on the England team. Mm. which I have never done in my life before. Uh, but an American gent yesterday turned me on to some of that. to one, one, lost one. But that would never have occurred to me 24 hours ago, would not have occurred to me even a little bit. So yeah, always learning. Um, but yeah, I'll take the sides. But I'm a DJ and I'll bet anything. That's fine. Malcolm, we appreciate You're it. You're the man. man, dude. You got to come out here again. Absolutely. Too. I love talking soccer with you. I'm going to tell you on that Spain bet. Enjoy the rest of the World Cup and we'll talk to you again soon. Cheers, gents. Enjoy. Thank you very much. Great stuff. Malcolm Bamford, Sports Gambling Podcast. Ryan, I've learned more about soccer in the last eight minutes than I have in 27 years. I really have. That was fantastic. I like that Spain bet that he has on yeah. uh, on Sunday. I think that's a good look right there. Canada's a great bet, by the way. Canada, probably a good bet. He's right, though, about Iran. You know, I think a lot of U.S. fans are going to look at that England game and think, oh, USA's got in the bag. They were missing a bunch of their guys for that opening game. That's why England blew them out, and then obviously today they beat Wales 2-0. It's going to be a tough one. Pete, I just give you credit for uh, handling that interview like a champ there, pal. Thanks, man. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.